Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Oi, Harry, see that ludicrous display last night? What was Wenger thinking? Sending Walcott on that early? thing about Arsenal is they always try and walk it in. Andrew, I really want to go back to being geek now. I like being geek. Geek's all I've got. That's where my sweet, sweet style lies. If you got that reference, then you are going to love The Geek Show. Exclusively for the thepalaceofwisdom.co.uk. With me, Andrew. And me, Mike. We are geeks. We talk about geek stuff like Marvel and Batman. Mostly Marvel and Batman. And occasionally Star Wars and... Arrow, Flash, lots of superheroes, lots of sci-fi. If you love that, you'll love us. Again, that is The Geek Show for the thepalaceofwisdom.co.uk. Oh, and every six months we talk about tech. We now return you to your football-related shenanigans. Hello and welcome to the Man on the Post podcast. We are back, we are back, we are back, and I am Ross, your host, and joining me this week, we have the heavy breathing Colin. Hi there. <laughs> and we have Tom. Hello. Uh, Adam will be along shortly. Uh, Greg sends his apologies. He is currently cricketing. I think that's the, the term for it. That's not a euphemism, he's actually playing cricket. Um, how have you been, chaps? How's your week been? Colin, been up too much? Yeah, pretty busy, you know, just uh, planning to move house soon and just getting mortgages and things like that. So, mm. if there's anybody listening who's. I, I got a mortgage with Santander, so if, if um, anybody's got a mortgage with them or any savings with them, I'd, I'd advise you to pull, take them out immediately. Can <laughs> <laughs> you bring them down from the inside? Yeah, yeah, before I start the default. <laughs> How you been, Tom? There was no stories of sick in beard this week. No, no. Or are no. you hiding them from us? I got my new car. I, nothing's crashed into me. I haven't done anything myself. <laughs> been all right. It's been alright this week. How are you finding it? New car. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, you're a bit really of a car nut, aren't you? Well. Actually, I don't really. I don't really. I'm not massive on cars. No. It's easy to drive. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I saw a picture of it and the details, and it's a, it's a nice pair of wheels, Tom. <laughs> it is. A nice pair of wheels. Do, do you know if, do, do you know if um, your insurance has been affected yet? Obviously, because you've made a claim. Has, has your insurance gone through the roof, or is it? No, it shouldn't be. It's um, When I insured my new car, and it was exactly the same, but I guess I'm still waiting to hear back from the about the claim because I haven't actually got the money for the car yet alright nice we should get back pretty soon they like to uh, if they can get more money out of you they'll be on you straight away yeah (laughs) right let's talk about some football Uh, coming up later in the show we will do a little quick uh, a new game we're going to try and play a um for people that are aware of uh, the TV show, where are not where are they now? That's retro. Um, would I lie to you? We're going to have a little a, a Marlow Post spin on that. We'll try and do that each week. But we shall start with Saturday's football results. And Bournemouth knocked off Manchester United a week after beating Chelsea. Junior Stanislas scored straight from a corner. 
uh, Fellaini equalised, and then Joshua King with the winner, um, just for the hour mark. Bloody good fortnight for Bournemouth, eh? Not bad, is it? Up in the 14th. Well, it's probably because we said we were gonna, they were going to get relegated. So. <laughs> Means the team improve. Yeah, yeah, it certainly will. What did we see? Did we say last week someone would be crazy to get sacked and then they got sacked? Oh, Gary Monk, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did say on, I think, the first podcast of the season, um, Bournemouth in my three to get relegated. I think everyone had Bournemouth to go down. Yeah, I, I didn't think, didn't see any way that, that they could stay up, but two great results. They've got to kind of build off this now, not really. Not fall back into those losing ways against teams around them. They need to just watch well, Chelsea around them, I suppose, but pick up some more points in the less big games. I think it's the way they're going to survive this season. Um, fair play to Harry Arter as well. Um, I don't know if people saw this. He um, His yeah. child died, what, two days before the game, and he played almost a full game. People with children will understand. Well, I don't think you can ever understand the feeling that you'd be going through, but that maybe football was kind of took his mind off of it. Maybe Colin, you you got you're a parent yourself. Yeah, I think I think it's up to the individual, isn't it? What they want to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, they were all wearing black armbands, weren't they? Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, Although, yeah, yeah. Fair play to him. Uh, yeah, but inspired Bournemouth to a win. So I mean, the fourteenth in the table, Man United slip up there. They've not fallen off the pace I mean they're four points behind Arsenal who are now top but they're not really stamping their claim on this are they and reports to be, to be believed that Van Hal's under pressure as well now do we do we think that I'd, I'd like to hear Tom's point of view on this before I chip in because I've got a particular <laughs> I've got a particular thought on this because I won't give it away. I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Tom. What <laughs> stance on it? Well, I did say yesterday in our group chat that Van Gaal was supposedly under pressure. Mm. But at the time yesterday when, when I said it, they were three points off the top of the league. Yeah. So that's was one win. Win one yeah. game, they go top of the league. Yeah, after what came before. Arsenal's win today, but they're, they're four points off the top of the league. Obviously, they're, they're rubbish in Europe, but... English teams all seem to be rubbish in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not the only ones. It would be it'd be crazy unless what? What would they line up instead of Van Gaal? There's not many gigs. You think? No, I, well, I don't. But that's what some people are saying. What he would be the one to take over? He did it. He took over after Moyes left, didn't he? To the end of the season. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't really remember how that went, but. Gnab. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> Get Pinev in there. Show him up. Show him up big time. This is how you manage, Gary. What's your thoughts on it, Colin? Do you think well, he deserves to be under pressure for the season he's had? No, no, I don't. Um, because I, uh, I, you know, I listen to a lot of other phone-ins and things like that. And yeah. The, the Manchester United fans have gone full attack. Really? On Van Gaal. Um because it, it almost seems to be like they're suggesting that it's almost like it's reminiscent of the West Ham way. Mm. Oh, this isn't how a Manchester United side plays and it's dull football and this, that and the other. And, and Van Gaal isolates players and 
<laughs> it makes them bad and all this sort of good stuff. But the, the thing is, if you look at Van Hal's record, you know, he's exactly what you get on the tin. He, he was the same at all his previous clubs, when he was mm. like at Bayern or Barcelona. He has that same style. He's, he is a bit of a dull manager. Yeah. So I, I don't know why he's, that's a, a massive surprise to anybody. <laughs> no, like you say, they're getting what they paid for with this. It's, but, it's not done badly, though, are they? They're not doing bad. He said in the week that the, the, the fans need to temper their expectations. They can't be what they were 10 years ago. And I think he's right double, with that. They've got double the points of the league champions, so. <laughs> yeah. Not doing too bad. They're, I mean, they, they are. They're not, they're not playing very well, are they? But, uh, yeah, still getting results. Mm. Um, so I do I do have some sympathy with that. Um, but sure, surely what Manchester United are doing is, is almost like a sort of a project. He's going to be there for how long has he got left? A couple of years? Yeah, two years, I think, for this season and next. Yeah, then, then he's going to retire, isn't he? And it, it's his job just to get new players in, I mean, but he's, he's kind of building a team for the now, it seems, with the signings that he's made. Though he's bringing through a lot of youth, I don't know if that's that's being forced upon him. But well, but Martial's one for the future, isn't he? Yeah, you got Lingard who's brought into the, the first team. Exactly old, is he? No, I suppose yeah, he's been laying the foundations. Maybe he is laying the foundations for gigs to just take over in a, a year and a half time. Maybe. I think it's just. Um... A lot of it is media talk, and the thing is, I think you know, uh, the media love a story. And, and <clears> before it was all about, you know, trying to get Mourinho the sack. Yeah, they're bored of that now, aren't they? Yeah, they're bored of that because they know it's not working. Yeah. So, so now they're, they're banging on about Van Gaal. Yeah. And it's like even Manchester United themselves have come out and said, "Well, he's going nowhere." <laughs> so, but, but they still keep saying, "Oh well, you know, he could go and all this." Is stuff. that the dreaded vote of confidence? <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 see what happens with that one. Um, let's talk about Palace and Saints. Palace won one nil. Uh, Jaren Kabai in the thirty eighth minute. Saints are performing below expectations, I suppose, this season. They're down in twelfth currently. Well, they're they're in that that mixture of the the good teams, aren't they? They're in with the the West Ham's and the Stokes. Mm. They're in that similar. Where they ju- they're just not good enough to compete with the the top teams, but they're a better than the better bottom. Than the rubbish at the bottom. Yeah, and I, I think I think in that mid table is about where they where that squad should be. I'm not saying that as a port. I'm a, I'm a port <laughs> that, but no, I, I agree with I, that. Like, if you look at their squad, man for man, man for man, Stoke have got a better squad. Everton have got a better squad. Yeah. And so about that mid-table spot is about where they deserve to be, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Adam, you've joined us. Uh, let me introduce this podcast with a story that Alan Pardew uh, was, went to the pub after the game last night to uh, celebrate with some Palace fans. I think he goes to the pub after every game, doesn't he? <laughs> Why? Let me have someone else's wife to sleep with. <laughs> what? Who said that? Allegedly, huh? uh, he took he took his assistant Keith Mellon with him, and they joined a Palace's fan group um, who were celebrating ten years since forming at a Selhurst pub. He's a wingman, isn't he? Actually, <laughs> been that guy's Christmas party now, though. 
Fair play to Palace. Fair play to Palace. Though. Good win. Um, they've had a slightly ropey couple of weeks, but they're, they're doing all right. They're in sixth place. They were taken out at the start of the season after 16 games. Stole a draw off Everton. <laughs> Still salty about that a week later. Still bitter. <laughs> um, we can brush over a couple of games. West Ham and Stoke finished 0 0. Um, Watford beat Sunderland 1 0 away from home. It's a good, good result for Watford. Igalo with another goal. Against a resurgence as well. Yeah. Kind of a bit of a revelation, Igalo. Tenth goal of the season already. Colin, I never took too much notice of this guy in the Championship last season, but apparently he was one of the better players. He didn't stand out for me. Did you see much of him? No, I didn't, I have to admit. I'm not sure where he's kind of appeared from. That's because in the, in the Championship, was it not all about Freud either? Well, yes, yes, it was really, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they've got 43 combined goals in 2015. The has got 26 of those and Dini's got 17. Um... Sunderland have scored 11 less of that as an entire team in 2015. So that shows you the differences between those two there. But yeah, Sunderland have been doing all right recently. Allardyce has got his way of playing, hasn't he? He starts with those big old centre backs and. Defend. Basically, yeah. Hey. Yeah, stick Fletcher up front on his own. Let's stop losing games. Yeah. Which is a, a good tactic, to be fair. Although it's it's. It's worked occasionally. They're still in the bottom three. But uh, results have kind of gone against them this weekend with uh, Newcastle picking up some, some points. We'll go to that in a minute. But uh, Let's talk about Man City. They beat Swansea 2-1. Just two goals in the last couple of minutes. Uh, Gomez equalised after Boney had opened the scoring, obviously. And then, I can't say this guy's name, e- Ihanacho. What do you reckon? Is that close? Go with that. <laughs> City beat manager, uh, managerless Swansea. Uh, Gary Monk had been sacked after Tom said last week that they'd be crazy to sack him. That, just, just on that as well, guys. Obviously, I, I wasn't on the podcast, the last one, or maybe not even the one before. And um, you, you're right. You, you, you talked about Gary Monk. And mm. I had to think about that. And at the time, I thought, yeah, bad results and all this sort of good stuff. Okay. But the more I think about it, that's really fucking harsh, isn't it? Mm. I think it is. Isn't I the favourite is, yeah. f- is Gus Poyet? <laughs> the man who's famously failed quite often. Well, he's, 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 he's not anything better, is he? No, he's really not. I'm just trying to find the um, the odds for the next manager now. I mean, if, if, if you could get David Moyes, then yeah, fair enough, okay. Right, hands up. Yeah, that's that's probably a good appointment. But apparently, David Moyes doesn't want it. And I, I really, he's, he's nine to one currently. So anyone who has put money on him, um, you've wasted your money. Nine to one, did you say? Uh, yeah, currently, David Moyes. Who, who else is in the running then, apart from Poye? Uh, Poye's eleven to four. The favourite currently is um, Bielsa at seven to four, who's uh, quite famously a bit of a nutcase. Um, but has his, his team's playing quite well. Is he manager in Spain, Tom, isn't he, I think? Um, <laughs> we need Gregor Adam for this, don't we? We do need <laughs> the league experts. <laughs> We've got Di Matteo in the running there. Giggs is in the running. Burkamp said he doesn't want it. Rogers is 20-1, to 1, so he's kind of far off, isn't he, at the minute? He resigned as Marseille coach in August. Okay. 
<laughs> so he's, he's out of work, so he's probably the fa- yeah, his favourite, so he's, he wouldn't cost them anything to get in. But... Pepe Mel. <laughs> get Pepe Mel back. Sherwood's in the running. He'll have another crack at the Premier League, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, boy, that's not the answer, is he? Colin, I don't think he is the answer to that position. Well, it, it just doesn't seem any improvement on, on what he already had. No. The Sunderland team were fairly lifeless. He's not the man to come in and turn them, turn them around, I wouldn't have thought. Just going back quickly to the, um, the Van Hal thing, he's currently the favourite for the next manager to go as well at 6-4. Ahead of Mourinho and ahead of McLaren. I, I, I don't know if you can lay bets on on manager betting, but if you could, I'd, I'd lay a bet on that one. So basically bet that it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree with you, Colin. Yeah, they're not going to get rid of him, are they? No. Tom summed it up when he said in our chat the other day. Mm. They're three points off the top of the table. Yeah. So that, that might have changed now after one. Yeah, but still, they're not far off. Yeah, I mean, Jose's not going to go either, I don't think, this season. So McLaren's your next best at 9-2. to two, But I don't think they'll get rid of McLaren either this year. Even if they go down, I think they'll just stick with him. I'd bite your hand off at 9-2. Yeah, it cost Ashley quite a bit of money, though, to get rid of McLaren. I think he signed a fairly big, long contract. And Colin's got an agenda. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I just, I've, I've said before, McLaren... Well, does it count as a second? I reckon he'll just move to the. Uh, he'll move upstairs and he'll become a director of football. Hmm. Do you see how happy he was today, though? He's already on the board, isn't he? Well, the England job's available soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the brolly out of the cupboard. But with Van Gaal, he's, he's got a. Uh, he's only has a. Con- his contract only runs for another season anyway. Yeah. And. At what point do Manchester, the board of Manchester United have to take a look and think, right, yeah, we had to make a change before, but we can't now become a club that's had two managers in three years. Mm. Yeah, you become Chelsea, that boy, not Man City. third manager in three years, for example, mm. which is what they would be. I think the only way Van Gaal will go is if they have Guardiola guaranteed and decide to go for it. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Just on that next manager to go, Claudio Ranieri has never seen longer odds for him to be sat next. He's 66-1 to 1 currently. The same as Jurgen Klopp. I don't think anyone saw that coming at the start of the season. Revisit that in April. <laughs> yeah. When they're about 10th. Um, Norwich 1, Everton 1. Adam Lukaku got you off to a good start, but where's Houlihan with the equaliser? Was this points dropped? Or, this was uh... even more frustrating with the Palace game. Really? In the Palace game, we were just unlucky. And I was talking a little bit tongue-in-cheek about that. That we were the better side, we should have won it. But sometimes that's just f- football, isn't it? Mm. We we were we were dominant in this game, and especially in that first half. All credit to Alex Neil because his he reorganised them at half time. He changed the tactics, and when they came out in that second half, we found it a lot harder to play. I think he brought, did. He bring another centre back on, didn't he? At half time. Um, he certainly made a change. You can't remember who went off. If I'm honest, I was quite hungover. <laughs> I think he took Wisdom off, who's their right back, and bought uh, another centre back on him as, re- as his replacement. I think he, re- he moved someone else to the right back. He didn't go to a back three or anything. Oh right, okay. It's all about how he, he just seemed to reorganise the um, their defending higher up position. They were putting a lot more pressure on. Yeah. On um, on Evans back four, and um, 
just just continuously squeezing them and it made it a lot a lot harder. Um, one of the, with these back to back television games with um, Evan, it really gives you a chance to realise just how brilliant a player John Stones is. Yes, he obviously all the big clubs want him. Can you realistically see him being there next season? Uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah. To wait and see, but I, 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 it would take some big money. We've already turned up. I'd say we we turned down probably silly money. Yes. And he's only gone and improved his value. Yeah, he's only got better, hasn't he? So where does that go? <laughs> I, I would say at the moment, I think that it's when you watch him bringing the ball out, it's Ferdinand. Yes. And he might even be better. Wow. I, th- I, th- I think as the, the other thing as well is that um, Everton. Well, well, I think I think what Everton might gain from if if, if they do have to sell or anything like that is um, how he performs in Euro 2016 because mm. he, could be, he could he could stand out there. He could be he could have a really good tournament. He has to start, doesn't he? Yeah. How much he'll go for again? What what did you what did you turn down from Chelsea? Uh, fifty, well, wasn't it? I don't think they ever went up to fifty. I think maybe that's what. I, I wasn't sure if it was somewhere in the high thirties. Well, they paid what PSG paid fifty for David Luiz. Yeah, and he is about a million times the defender that David Luiz is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing uh, is, though, Adam, how how much did you get him for from Barnsley? About three million, wasn't it? I think. Pounds, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barnsley must be hoping they've got a sell-on clause in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, did they put a clause in there? That's There's the always a clause. They must have done. Lower league clubs always do this. He probably bought it out, though, like, like, like Daniel Levy did. Yeah, it's five million now, fuck off. Um, <laughs> I reckon 50 million is probably the breaking point. When you say that about David Luiz, though, the, I, I'm not going to disagree with you for a second, but the, the strange thing is... How many defenders can you actually name who are better than David Luiz? That's a good point, isn't it? <laughs> it's not a long list, is not it? No. no, not at the minute. There seems to be a dearth of world-class central defenders, especially. Yeah. It's going to be a fun Euros, then. <laughs> With that in mind. Um, we've talked about most of the games on Saturday. In fact, we've talked about all the games on Saturday. So let's go to Sunday's games. Uh, Arsenal beat Villa 2-0. I'm happy. Giroud with a penalty, continuing his good run this season. And, that uh, Aaron... seem like enough to me. What, two? Yeah. No, I wanted four or five. I'll take two. I was on my way out and um, uh, I, I had to go to a shop to pick something up to just to eat on the go when I was, was on my way somewhere. And um, the shop had uh, what must have been talk sport on. Yeah. And I imagine it was probably half time and Dan Collinwood was just slating the ability. <laughs> It is a championship team. It's prepared for the championship. Well. Are you telling me they're going to stay up, Colin? Because if you are, I'm going to kick you off of this channel right now and ban no. you. I think, I think Colin's going to tell you they're probably not good enough for the championship. <laughs> Bang on. Really? They've, they've got League One written all over them. If they, yeah, if they go down now, they'll go down again as well, I think, because they'll sell they, a lot of players. Well, not just that, but is, is that the point that, that Randy Lerner just gives up completely? What pulls funding and, and just shuts up shop. Balls to this, and, and then they're left with super high wages in the championship. And the will, they, will, they have, will they have super high wages? They haven't exactly got, they're not exactly star studded. Look at their squad. I mean, 
I reckon Lescott's probably pulling in a good 100k a week, though. But I reckon they're probably all out of contract at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. They probably saw this coming. <laughs> you can not take my money for a year. These players that they've only just signed, like Michael Richards and, and Lescott, mm. they have got to have clauses in there because you can't say you didn't see relegation <laughs> yeah. coming, can you? Have you not watched Premier League football for the past seven years? Have you not, yeah, have you not watched Aston Villa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that club you're supposed to be running. <laughs> but when you, when you say that about their lack of, of stars, is, is their best player Jack Grealish, who they don't even like anymore? And I he's think not he... even very good. Yeah, I mean he came on in the seventy eighth minute today. I've I've never seen him play well. <laughs> Scott Sinclair, Rudy Gisted, and Jordan Au as a front three. Alan Hutton still playing Premier League football. So is Johnny Lescott for that matter. <laughs> those those Everton days seem a long time ago, don't they, Adam? Well, oh, <laughs> marauding from left back. Yeah. Couldn't stop scoring goals. <laughs> um, now we can't stop stop goals. That's quite a good just, comparison, actually. It's not as good as you think he is. Had one game where everyone and everyone remembers that. And yeah, massive hype. Won't really amount to much. I, I don't know. I think he is a good player. I think he is good. Mm. Well, he's still very, very young. But I'm, I'm siding with Tom and Adam on this one. <laughs> Okay, he was at Republic of Ireland level, but he, he was—he's represented his well, his last country internationally. Now he's obviously changed ship and he's now English. But <laughs> yeah, good luck. They'll never play for England, no. so he could still go back to being Irish. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. When they realise in two years he's playing League One football and <laughs> scoring one in every ten for Villa, then he'll be playing for Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but this, this is the thing. When I, I, I just I said it in slightly in jest about being in League One, but the problem is when, when someone like Burnley or Norwich get relegated, they're kind of prepared, aren't they, to come back they, up? They, they're kind of prepared. That it's not. I mean, if, if Villa get relegated, that's like a massive bomb exploding. It's like we've seen what's happened before with teams like big teams like. Well, it's Leeds, Bolton, Mark too, if they go down. Well, hopefully, I'm hoping. Bolton, worse than Bolton, I'd say. Um, I mean, it could potentially be a fire sale, couldn't it? If Randy Lerner gives up. Oh, yeah. Where's the Bolton, though? Because they are, they are still a big... Bolton are not a big club. No. No, that's what... Never yeah. have been a big club. Villa are at least... Massive. Would you not think that Villa in the Championship would still probably get more fans than Bolton ever did in the Premier League? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but my, my point was that, you know, when big clubs go down from the Premier League, they implode. So like Leeds and Man City and there's only a few that have held it together. Like Newcastle did really well. West Ham, yeah. But yeah, there's not not a lot. Yeah, West Ham did pretty well coming straight back up, and yeah, there's been a couple, but majority. Did, did West, didn't West Ham take a season? I think they did. Yeah, they missed out on the playoffs. Didn't they? The first season, and then I think Big Sam took them straight up. Yeah. The year after that. But you're right. Unless you're, unless you're like you said, like a West Brom, where your your whole business model is. Is built around banking that money. Can't give it a try. Probably going to fail. Come back harder next time. Yeah. Then. Yeah. You're right. There does seem to be a history of double promotion, double relegation. I think the problem is, is that when you've got, it's also about um, having a sole owner like Randy Lerner, because if he just says, right, I've had enough of this, I'm not going to pay the bills anymore. 
that's that's when clubs end up in trouble. So it's like, for example, Ross, you know, we're Leeds fans. If if Chilino packs up and leaves, we're knackered. That, we're knackered. That's it. It's that's administration, right? Yeah. And if Randy Lerner says, right, screw this, guys, I've had, I've lost enough money on this, you know. Anybody can take it off me for ten million quid. Yeah. I'm off. Um, well, that's it. Villa, Villa are screwed, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, they are. Arsenal quickly, though. Villa are probably not just working within their means already. I thought Lerner had already stopped funding them. Well, yeah, that means that even back to Paul Lambert days, he was told to cut cut costs, sign young English players and from lower leagues, and stop signing these expensive foreigners on high wages. Jolly foreigner, eh? Yeah, coming over here, taking our jobs and our money, our Premier League money. <laughs> um, Oliver Giroud has joined Arsenal's 50 Premier League club. Pretty good company. Uh, Robert Pires, Dennis Bergkamp, Van Persie, Wright and Henri. Not bad. For Giroud, see how long he can uh, keep scoring goals for Arsenal. But I, I'm a big fan of his, personally. Mm, me too. I said to Adam yesterday, now Ramsey's in that central midfield role, he's going to get in amongst the goals and prove today he's got his first one for a while and he knows playing alongside uh, Flamini he can do all the running forward and he's got someone who's going to sit there and not really venture forward too far well, Flamini can't do the running anywhere no <laughs> pretty much centre circle that's his domain you enter that you're going to get crunched uh, other games from today then uh, let's talk about Tottenham first they lost to Newcastle Steve McLaren's Newcastle Colin <laughs> well <laughs> Inflicted defeat, the second defeat of the season on Tottenham Hotspur. It's got to be a freak result. <laughs> it was. Tottenham absolutely battered them for 90 minutes. But somehow lost. <laughs> 20 shots, 60% possession for Spurs. Rob Elliott was man of the match. That tells you everything you need to know there, really. He made so many saves in the first half. But yeah, this is one of these, this is one of these game, sort of games that kind of cost Spurs in the long run of a season. They've had them multiple seasons now as well. Why can't, why can't teams defend from set pieces anymore? <laughs> it should be basic, shouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it should be basic. That's what you work on all week. Clearing the ball. Yeah. They didn't even mark Colagini. No. <laughs> from the start of the corner, even when he made his run, he wasn't. He didn't even need to make the run because he wasn't marked. No. <laughs> Maybe they've been watching what they're doing to other other team yeah, strikers they, and think, oh, we can do that. Taking a leaf out of the Darrow Yanmat school. <laughs> <laughs> Just defend space, not the man. Yeah, Eric Dyer scored from a, a free header from a corner as well. Uh, but Mitrovic um, tapped in the late winner. Newcastle's third win of the season. Or third win in five games. Newcastle up to 15th now, Colin. Above Chelsea. That won't last. <laughs> Will it last until this time tomorrow, do you think, or Chelsea going to beat Leicester? Judging how this weekend's gone, they probably will. Yeah, they will. 5-0 thrashing. It wouldn't surprise me at all if no. Chelsea go to Leicester and win tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I fancy Leicester. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. It's the first month of my football I've been excited about in a while. Uh, the last game from the Premier League, then Liverpool 2, West Brom 2. Liverpool players and Fans kind of celebrating a last gasp equaliser at home to West Brom. Of course, they to... can't defend from set pieces. No, <laughs> Mignolet had an absolute nightmare. He did, didn't he? He just gave goal to Craig Dawson, didn't he? 
Um, yeah, not not great for Liverpool. Two goals from defenders for West Brom. But uh, is it Divock Arigi, 95th minute equaliser. Liverpool are currently ninth, um, one place and one point above Everton. Adam. Silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, at least they've got Daniel Sturridge back, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that went well, didn't it? That return did from injury. That, did you see that joke? That um, Liverpool Hospital have had to recall Daniel Sturridge from his loan spell at Liverpool Football <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool had 70% possession, uh, made 642 passes compared to West Brom's 166. So, fair to say they dominated the game, but they were losing until the 95th minute. Welcome to the Premier League, lad. <laughs> yeah. Two shots on target for West Brom, two goals. I like, I like those stats. It's efficiency, that is. You really are liking efficiency recently, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Pointed that out with West Ham the other day as well. Yeah, no wasted energy in this game. If we can have all the possession, we're going to have two shots and we'll score two goals. Do all the running you want. And there's your column, uh, Cam McManaman, on the bench today. Didn't even get on for West Brom. That's your future there, Jack Grealish. That's a worse team. team. Yeah, let's talk about the championship quickly then. Um, we don't really need to say much about the Charlton Leeds game, Colin, do we? Not really. The only thing I, I would point out is that obviously we get, you know, we follow coverage on on various different formats, and you've got BBC Radio Leeds, and it's obviously a whole day of coverage, and the, the game was dreadful, right? It was dreadful. Yep. And there was a couple of opportunities, but nil-nil was the, the best result, really. It was just a game between two bad teams. Mm. But the way that journalists try to make it up as if it's like an entertaining <laughs> Stuff's game, happening. And like the manager goes, oh, well, we should have won 4-0 and stuff like this, and it's like, no chance. <laughs> just, User just, entered I, your channel. I just, I just feel sometimes like I'm being lied to. You know <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, that, that frustrated me more than anything else. But, um, yeah, so it's yeah, just really, really poor stuff on show from both teams, to be honest. Yeah, nine, nine bookings. That pretty much summed up that game. Um, Dirty leads. Pretty much yesterday, yeah, we had the majority of them. Uh, Brighton didn't win, though, Tom, in the end. They drew 2-2 with Derby. Yeah. <laughs> You're flummoxed by Brighton, aren't you, this year? I don't understand <laughs> how they're up there. No, I don't, to be fair, I don't understand either. Look at their squad. Yeah. So, it's so average. It's Gordon so Greer. Average yeah, Bobby Zamora. It's just got some classic Buddy players disconnected that just from your channel. languish around. Liam Rossini. <laughs> I thought he was still at Hull. Yeah. It's a, it's a decent point for Derby, though. It keeps them in that hunt, doesn't it? They're, they're on 38 and 4th. Brighton are 42 in first place, so... It keeps it all nice and tight. Uh, any other... And results from the championship we need to talk about. It was a fairly boring weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't really think of any anything else to stand out, to be honest. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank is the new QPR boss. Oh, yeah. 
I'm not happy with that. What have you done, Jimmy? You're doing really well at Burton. Sold out. Yeah, yes, yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? It's crazy, isn't it? You could have built something quite historic at, at Burton. They're top of the league. Yeah, after being promoted well, last just season. Don't a, just don't go to a club that's an absolute train wreck. Yeah. Look how many managers QPR have had in the past couple of seasons. No other way to describe them, is there? No. No, they're, uh, yeah, they're sitting smack bang in the middle of the table as well. They're, they're not going up this year. They're not going to go down. They're just, yeah, they'll probably get rid of Jimmy before the end of the season after he loses three or four games in a row. And that's it. Restart rebuilding your career again. Um, Bolton are on the verge of going into administration and a 12 point deduction. Um, they've got 12 points this season. So a nice big zero there for them in the points column. They're doomed, don't they? Is is that confirmed? Is is there no way out for them? Uh, I, I I can't see a way that there is a way out for them. There there may be. I'm not massively up on the Bolton situation. I know that their chairman is having to fork out a million pounds of his own money to pay the players over Christmas because if they don't pay them again, then a lot of the players can leave in January on a free transfer. And uh, there's some, there's some, there's a couple of good young players there like Zach Clough and uh, one or two others that would kind of bring in some sort of fee for them. I Obviously, a drop in the ocean for their debts, but... But I think that but a lot of their debt is actually... Um, was the chairman, isn't it? Was yeah, he said he's going to write it off. Yeah, and I believe they have three interested parties okay. in buying the club, so I think that there is a way out. It's just whether that is a race against time, really. Yeah, once the Football League see that you're on the verge of administration, they're pretty quick to pull that trigger and uh, well, make sure they get those points off you. It's HMRC, isn't it, trying to get together their winding up order? Yeah. Mm, sounds familiar, Ross. <laughs> and Tom. <laughs> yeah. I just looked yeah. at the Bolton page on BBC Sport. Yeah. And the, the headline is um, Boss Page not found. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Portsmouth who forgot to pay for their website. <laughs> Boss, boss Neil Lennon admits guiding Bolton to one win in 20 games has left him questioning if he's the right man for the job. <laughs> <laughs> Only now. Yeah, about 10 games ago, Neil. <laughs> to be fair, if his lady had been sacked a long time ago, one win in 20. Without having a clue about really what players and resources he's got, surely that's uh, just a, a no-win situation. It'd be like being manager of Blackpool last season. Tom, read out um, Bolton's strikers. Heskey. <laughs> I do so, think they're going to be familiar to me. Is they not Heskey? 36, 37 years old. Heskey, no, Johnson's not there anymore. Oh. Amiobi is. Shola. <laughs> Gary Medine, wasn't he in prison? He was in prison, yeah. So, ex jailbird, two 38 year old strikers. Yeah. Wins are going to be hard to come by there, Neil. Um. Tom Pompey had a, a decent afternoon, didn't they, yesterday? We're, we're doing alright. Yeah. Everything just seems to have suddenly changed. Just suddenly clicked. A 3-0 home win. Up into 4th place. 4-0, was it? Yeah. Well, I missed one of those then. 4-0? Yeah, it was a late 4th. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, 4th place. It's nice to be finally scoring goals at home. Hmm. Because we've been threatening it, but... Just not finishing it off. Yeah. But it's good to see once we're getting a goal, 
we're not just passing the ball around like just keep yeah, not just sitting on that sitting on that lead. Mm. I thought Hartlepool were doing better than they are. They're currently in twentieth position, so. Well, they're normally good in League Two and then terrible in League One. Uh, I see. Okay. Well, I, say, I, I always feel like they're always just trying to survive. I oh, know they have a good, they have a good year then a bad year normally, but they're they're just they're just stacking up those bad years at the minute. It does feel unfair on all the other football league clubs that I know so much more about Hartlepool because of Jeff Spelling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's the only reason that anyone really knows who they are. And they'd, they'd just be another lower league football club otherwise. <laughs> they'd be like a Stevenage Mark II or a Yeovil, someone like that. But it's pretty tight at the top of the league too. Northampton the top currently, uh, 43 points after 21 games. They've got that's, a new owner, Tom. That's our next game as well. Oh, is it? Nice. Away from home. Probably been better away from home this season, haven't they? We have until I went to see them. <laughs> We had the only un- only unbeaten away record in England until I went. <laughs> we haven't won nice. away since. Ah, I'm fairly certain you are to blame for that then. Yeah. <laughs> Times are going pretty well for Northampton though. They've, their insolvency uh, thing has been lifted. Uh, the court here has been withdrawn and their new owner's about to take over. So That's good for them. Didn't their former chairman run off with a lot of council money or something? He just kind of just pocketed it and disappeared. Ten million pounds that the council gave him to build a new stadium. That seems like quite an easy scam. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) Surely he's got to have some sort of blueprints in place for building a new stadium. Um, Pretend you work. Pretend you're from Gosport Borough, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fairly certain Gosport Borough Council don't have ten million pounds knocking around. Should we talk about the European Cup? Not the European Cup, sorry. The European Championships. The groups have been drawn yesterday. Mm. Okay, Easy. Really me as to what competition you were talking about then. The one that England are in. That one. I'm with you now. <laughs> I'm back on board. England have an easy group, do they, Tom? Yeah, really easy, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> I like you. There's one, there's one player in those three teams. <laughs> oh, he went there. That's a dig at Aaron Ramsey. Well, to be fair, Bale's not exactly done much, is he? No, maybe you were talking about Ramsey. Ramsey's the one player. Bale's <laughs> yeah, <you're right>. rubbish. <laughs> so, are we all confident of them going through then? You seem confident of us winning it, Colin, don't you? Well, I always say that, don't I? <laughs> Um, if, Eng- if England don't top that group, then there's something severely wrong, isn't there? Um, I mean, I mean, Roy Hodgson must have been okay. There's the Wales interest in there, but he must be laughing his socks off, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the hardest group. I think Russia's a harder game than it seems, though. They've got rid of the Capello sideshow. Yeah, they've got the CSKA guy in, haven't they? Hmm. And they've been much much more improved since uh, Capello's gone. So that's that's a trickier game than it seems. Slovakia, we should we should win, and you, you never really know what you're going to get with um, the home nations tie. Though. Lots of pressure on England. I'm sure Wales will just approach it in a uh, quite an attacking manner. I assume. At the same time, there's, there's going to 
Wales, we can talk, talk about how brilliant this Wales team have been and how great they are, but let's not forget that they don't, uh, they're a good unit, but there's some very weak players in there. Yes. And for some, and for a lot of them, it's going to be the biggest, the biggest game of their lives. Yeah, true. Yeah, by the two we've mentioned, they're the ones that have only really seen football at the highest level, at club form, uh, club level with Ramsey and Bale. A lot of the rest of them play for middle to lower tier Premier League teams and maybe even some in the Championship. The, the thing is, though, is, is there, there's, a, there's a problem, isn't there? Well, not a problem, but a potential issue with the, the, the Euro 2016 setup because only the bottom team is going to get thrown out, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. Adam yeah, tried I to explain the qualifying to me before. Yeah, yeah all the top or, yeah, two go through from each group, and then the, the four best runners up out of six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're going to lose eight teams, is that right? So basically, you have to be terrible to get knocked out in the first round. <laughs> so does that not mean that if you're Gauntlet laid down for England, if if you're Roy Hodgson, or say you're a Republic of Ireland or or a Wales, do you not mm. just set up not to lose? I mean, if, if Wales go into the game against... Well, let's say the first game, which is Russia, right? But do, do Russia just not play not to lose? Put every man behind the ball and hope they can beat England on the counter-attack. And so does that not mean it's just going to be a lot of dull games in the early stages of, of well, the no, Euros? I think the other way to look at it might be, Colin, I think that probably all you have to do is win a game. To get yeah, to yeah. Yeah, if you can get that first win early as well. See teams playing attacking football because you may as well die trying. Mm. You've got three shots, just need to win a game, and I'll probably be a third, best third place team. Yeah. You're right, so have a quick look at the groups then. Um, group A is France, Romania, Albania, and Switzerland. We fancy France and Switzerland as the, the two automatic ones there. You'd think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Group B, uh, England, Wales, Slovakia and Russia. Uh, England and Russia, I think, probably. Well, Wales on their day. Yeah? Wales on their day. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, actually. As much as I dislike Team England, I think they probably will top that group, so... Team England? Yeah. What? (laughs) Talking about Colin, really. Um, Group C. uh, uh, Poland... Northern Ireland, Ukraine, and Germany. That's a good group. That is. That should be some fun games, though, actually. Not for Northern Ireland, but. <laughs> for the neutral. That's a good three. Yeah. Apart from them. <laughs> Poland and Germany always be, always be tasty. Yes. There's always that bit of needle there, isn't there? Ukraine aren't terrible either. Uh, group two, you've got Turkey, Croatia, Spain, and the Czech Republic. I'm assuming Spain are going to top that group they're not the level they were but they're still one one of the top three or four teams in the world who do you reckon is going to come second in that group anyone <laughs> anyone could that group could come in any order yeah I think Spain could implode would be brilliant <laughs> so any of them could finish one to four I actually think you're quite yeah you're probably spot on with that really <laughs> This is a decent group. Group E, group of death. Ireland, Sweden, Belgium and Italy. Poor Ireland. Best team in, best team in the world, Belgium. <laughs> good, good from the FIFA rankings. I mean, I, Ireland are going to... So that, if if I, I was any other team, I'd be happy to know that Ireland are going to be one of those two teams 
Should definitely be eliminated. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you've only got to really get one one win over Ireland, and that's it. You, you're pretty much through. They are not going to get a point. Their first game is against Latan and his Swedish teammates. See how they set up for that one. Which is another thing that I wanted to... I, I, I forgot to send it to you guys, but did you, any of you guys see the um, the tweet that Shay Givens sent out the other day when the draw was announced? No. No, I missed that. Well, let me find it. I've got a picture of it. So it says, okay. Tough draw for us at, at FA Island. But still very excited about next summer. Bring it on! And then he's got a little emoji of a flag. Right. Unfortunately, it's the um, Ivory Coast flag. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Shay. That's <laughs> all those years in Newcastle. That's what it does to your brain. <laughs> and in Group F, uh, Austria, Hungary, Iceland, and Portugal. I've literally no idea who is going to win that group. But Iceland were really good at qualifying. Yeah. They beat Holland, didn't they? Austria aren't, any, Austria aren't no mugs either, and Hungary are kind of developing into a footballing... And Portugal struggled their way through, so you never know. Portugal are Portugal, aren't they? You kind of... Well, if Ronaldo gets injured, they've got absolutely nothing. Yes. Arguably, if he gets injured, they're... Real... I tell you what's going to be a real headache is when you try and work out what games you think England might be playing in in the like this in the non- oh Christ yeah you're trying to, you're trying to plan your, your diary that wall chart's going to be huge they could go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> probably about 12 different days they could play <laughs> yeah oh my god I'm going to need a wall chart to follow this otherwise I'm screwed uh, so that's... There's, probably, there's probably a plate competition going on underneath this as well <laughs> you get knocked out you go down into the plate the Europa League. European Championships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty much for the all for the football chat. We're going to play a little a little quick game now. Um, this was a game that Adam thought of, um, and we're going to start with. Did he? Give me a bit too much credit. Hey, <laughs> this is your game. It's all on you. I'm not, to, I'm not trying to hide from it. I'm saying that when you're just doing Colin and TV formats that already exist. Oh yeah. Basically, but it's going to take five minutes rather than twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a spin on um, "Would I Lie to You," and um, so we have to guess whether the host is telling the truth or telling a lie. And we're going to start. We're just going to do one a week, I think, uh, and we shall start with Tom. Oh. So give us a fact or a lie, and we'll try and figure it out. Factoids. I'm supposed to give two. That's called well, my bluff. Yeah, well, that's the same. I've, what, what part have I stole this off TV that you get? <laughs> Stolen it off TV, generic. Just TV. <laughs> Just give us one, and then I think between us we can figure, we can work it out. Okay. Right, let me... Wait, let me I would say let me think of something, but that might give it away. Let <laughs> <laughs> me concoct a story. <laughs> well, I've got one if you want me to go... You, you three try and figure it out. We've probably got time to do two. Yeah? Oh, right, okay. Okay. I once sang the Spice Girls classic Stop in front of a class of Russian school children. And we're allowed to ask you questions about this, yeah? Yeah. In a I'm Russian accent. To think where this in a Russian accent. It's actually not, no, I don't speak much Russian. No, but I mean, like, you know, I'm, I mean, stop, right? <laughs> what a Steve McLaren Russian accent. Got all the accents. 
Uh, no, unfortunately not. It was very English. Where were these Russian school children? In uh, a classroom. Yeah. In uh, Russia. In Russia, right. Um, Mother Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? I would have been um, 14. What were you doing in Russia as a 14 year old? Oh, <laughs> uh, were these were these Chernobyl people over? <laughs> I, I'm starting to be worried that all of this recording, all this equipment he's got, is a Soviet spy. <laughs> I work for Gazprom. <laughs> I saw Bridget spies the other day. <laughs> I'm a Gazprom employee. Um, what was the question? Sorry. What were you doing in Russia? I was on a uh, history uh, school trip. No one goes to Russia on a school <laughs> trip. Not, on a sc- not from a school in Gosport, they don't. <laughs> Colin, got any you questions why, or why just more accents? Why did they, as part of a horrible initiation, make you stand up and sing? Was it just you? Uh, no, it was an entire, well, our entire group, basically. Which one of the Spice Girls were you? <laughs> Uh, embarrassed spice. Embarrassed spice. <laughs> it was mainly. That's Mel, that's Mel C, isn't it? <laughs> it is now, yeah. Excuse me. How <laughs> <coughs> are you thinking, uh, boys? Any more questions, or have you got a. I'll let you confer as a team. Did you have to do a dance, or was it just. <laughs> there, there were. Uh, movements, I should say. I won't go so as far as to call them a dance. Has it been rehearsed then? It was more on the fly. But if you remember the stop video, I'm sure, I'm sure we all do, there was a kind of dance to it. I'm more of a say you'll be there kind of guy. Ah, uh, classic. See, my, my head's. My head. <laughs> Every part of me wants to say this is complete bollocks. That's such a weird thing to make up. So <laughs> thing about it, it seems so. It seems so weird to make up. It must be true. It's apart a lie. The, apart from I'm... the fact that no no school gospel has ever sent children to Russia. On a <laughs> That's where I'm going lie. That's you... clinches the lie for me. Are you all going lie? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is and in fact true. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> I went on a history field trip to Russia for um, it was a week uh, in 1999. I was in year 10 at school. It was a year 10 and 11 joint trip. And we actually, we, well, we flew. Yeah, we flew to Russia. And we went on an overnight train from Moscow to St. Petersburg where, uh, what they call train porters, I suppose, uh, were selling underage children vodka by the bottle. It's Russia, though. True. They have uh, yeah, vodka in shops. Rage. Yeah, they have vodka in shops for people to go and drink. I was about to say, you realise we have vodka in shops, though. No, I mean actually on the counter, as in, uh, have this to warm yourself up. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow. We went to a, a school to learn about Russian schools. I've, that's all I learned about Russian schools, was how to sing Stop by the Spice Girls. And we had to put on some sort of performance for them. So all the year 11 girls decided that's what we were going to do. And that was what we did. 
You can't say yeah, anything in the year eleven go says when you're that <laughs> Exactly. I can't I can't I can't look at you in the same way again. <laughs> there's video there's video of this, actual VHS video of this. Uh, VHS. Yeah, I know. This is on YouTube. It isn't. No, no VHS is on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my that's my one. Tom, have you got one? Top, top yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, we've started mine, big. Mine, mine seems quite 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 average now. Quite normal. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I own some of Kevin Peterson's blood. Blood. Yeah. Uh, okay. Was this a, a, cha- a, a charity auction gone wrong? No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like, buy it. It was accidental. Right. It was uh, sexual. Wet. <laughs> no. No, no, Unusual discharge. Where did you acquire said blood? It was um, Hampshire Cricket Open Day. Right. And he was there, surprisingly. <laughs> he didn't play yeah, often he, there, but he was... Yeah. Turned up for a change. Yeah. <laughs> and we were all going around getting, like, these... My dad collects the uh, Playfair cricket annuals every year. Right. Going around getting them getting signed by all the players. And uh, Kevin Peterson uh, went to sign it. Uh, he had a pretty serious nosebleed. <laughs> and sneezed. And it went all over the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not buying that. Yeah. I'm not buying that even now. It was the sneezing part. Yeah. And those bleeding a little drop I could have I could have taken. Well they wouldn't have remembered that. Uh, no, true. Hmm. Colin, what do you reckon? I think it might be true because of the, the way that you said quite confidently that your dad collects these play fair books. I don't know what they are, but you said it very confidently. No, they like the wisdom. I'm not disputing that bit. I'm not disputing that he hasn't got a book signed by Kevin Peterson. <laughs> I'm just disputing that he sneezed snuffy blood all over. <laughs> you can make another Kevin Peterson with the technology. Could be. <laughs> I do. I don't want to. Fix all of England's problems. Yeah. <laughs> get in contact with some nerds, and we'll get working on this. Boffins. <sighs> involved. Yeah. <laughs> And then what happened was um, he got up with John Crawley and started performing Tragedy by Steps. <laughs> in front of... <laughs> was, it, was it some Albanian school children who just arrived? Why? It's a lie. Colin, you still think it's true? Yeah, and the thing is, if, if, if it is true, then if you ever commit a murder, just leave that book. <laughs> in, in the murder scene, <laughs> and Kevin Peterson's spoof, DNA. Unless, unless he's gone missing for a bit, and then all of a sudden, Tom gets framed with the idea of killing him and Kevin Peterson. Mm. Probably don't do it as this is recorded and been released on the internet, so just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lie. Adam, you going to lie? Yeah, I'm going to lie. It's a, it's, we're saying lie. Group decision. Uh, it is a lie. Yeah. Yes. Get in there. <laughs> it's a fun game. We'll do. We'll do Adam and Colin next week. Now I think about it, the fact that Katie was there is probably where it all fell down as well. <laughs> Actually turned up to the place of the people that were paying him to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we'll do some more of those next week. We'll do one from Adam and one from Colin, I think. And then uh, gives Greg a couple of weeks to think of one. 
Um, anything else, chaps, you want to bring up? I mentioned before we depart for this week. I'll take that as no. Uh, just wanted to say congratulations to Mark from Extra Time for just even being nominated for the fanzine of the year at the FSF Awards. Sadly, he didn't win. It went to some Bradford fanzine. Who reads that? But um, fair play to him. It's uh, And he did win a, an award a, f- a week before, I think, actually. He needs to stop winning awards. He's making us look bad. Showing us up, and he? He's now award-winning and award-nominated. He's multiple award-winning. Yeah, we're just award-winning. Yeah. God. Imagine that. We're award-winning podcasters. Incredible. Anyway. There's a chance after today they might rescind that. <laughs> Colin's got the trophy. You're never getting that off him. <laughs> That's going in the box with him. Uh, right. Until next week then, um, you can find us on Twitter at Man on the Post. You can find me on Twitter at RossBound1984. And you can find Tom on Twitter at... Alano11. And Colin on Twitter at... Cass707. And Adam on Twitter at... Uh, if you get us from iTunes, please leave a five-star rating review. Um, we, we've had a decent run of um, episodes recently. Kind of, they've gone fairly well in the actual pod, um, episode charts. Yeah, 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 we have. Yeah, we featured on the uh, on the listings of the top episodes. Yeah. yeah, and we're holding firm around the 50 mark as well in the, um, the actual uh, podcast rankings as well on iTunes. So just a few more rating reviews will really push us up those charts. So if you like us and want to spread the word about us and that's, the, that's a good way of doing it um, yeah get in touch with us on Twitter we've got we've all got email addresses it's our first names at manofthepost.com uh, that includes Chris as well on Extra Time Extra Time will be back on Thursday Chris is now sounding crystal clear after one simple Skype setting was all it took to sort out the audio issues he was having <laughs> uh, but yes until next week it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Colin goodbye goodbye from Tom goodbye and goodbye from Adam Until next week, always remember to have your man on the post. So, Uh, so on this, would I lie to you thing? Yes. I've just basically got to. Make up a story. Tell or the truth. Or just tell the lie. truth. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to go on for quite a while, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we can do that. I've got we'll so many of these that you won't believe. We can believe. go on as long as we need it to. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we could just lie every week. Yeah. We've got something better to do, yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's fair enough. No, I'm just trying to... Yeah, I'm just thinking of my facts that I sent to Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you might have to, yeah. You might have to... Um... Think of some new ones. <laughs> Same with your, uh, yeah, your... One, the ones I sent you were true. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> they can't invent stats. <laughs> well, he invented stats in his quizzes, so you know, we can. I think it's quite. I think it's quite a fun little game, though. It's... It is. Yes, it's very good, actually. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, we'll definitely do. Think of think of one for next week. You two. I don't yeah, think we are. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some. Some of mine do seem quite unbelievable. That was actually true. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you need to be good at this game. <laughs> I don't understand how that's never come up before. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, Tom, why would you bring that up? <laughs> None of us are ever going to trip over something that means you can go, oh, yeah, actually, I've got a story about that. <laughs> other than that, you're going to keep that deeply resented and hidden down, aren't you? Yeah, I, I yeah. thought it, 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 had, it had to come out eventually. <laughs> Is that there, Ross? I'm trying to find the Spice Girl Stop video now, because there was a dance routine. Stop oh, right now. That's the one. Um, that's, that's pretty much the enthusiasm that I sang it with as well, Colin. 